1: into the chgo blackhawks podcast presented by points bet use promo code chgo when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars but that's not all if you make a fifty dollar or more first time deposit you're going to receive a free chgo membership that unlocks all of our great web content and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the chgo locker that's two grand in free bets a free chgo membership and a free t-shirt from the chgo locker all for making a fifty dollar or more First Time Deposit at PointsBet. Happy Friday. I'm Jay Zawoski, joined by Mario Tirabasi and Greg Boysen, uh, ahead of the Memorial Day weekend. Hope everybody's having a, a nice day. I know it's a bit rainy and crappy out, but uh, hopefully the weekend looks a little bit better. We've got some Blackhawk stuff to get to. We've got another team in the playoffs advancing. So a lot to get to on this show, fellas. Uh, how are you today? How's everything going?
2: Good. Good. It's, it's It's a good day to wake up and not be a Calgary Flames fan. Um, that, uh, that's, I, my heart goes out to them. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a busy Friday morning for me. Um, I, uh, I, I told you guys, uh, yesterday evening, um, I was getting a new couch set. Ah, uh, that was, that was a trip out to, uh, Cary, Illinois to pick up the, uh, the couch set, get a U-Haul and, and, and get it back because it would not fit in, uh, in my, in my, uh, I have a GMC terrain, wouldn't fit in there. So... Yeah. We got it late last night and you know we we have my daughter with us me and my wife and um it's we're like okay we have to get the u-haul back place closes at seven we don't want to do the like you know return it after hours do all that we're just like we'd rather just drop it off and be like yep we're all good her her bedtime is is, we're running up against her bedtime and we're like (laughs) okay like i i we we luckily uh, had had it till 7 a.m. this morning, right? So we're like, okay, we'll just do, deal with it in the morning. Um, she's our, you know, she is our alarm clock. She wakes up <laughs> between 5 and 5:30 every day. So we're like, we'll get up early, you know. She wakes us up at 5:30, of course. So we get up, we do the morning routine. So we have to take the U-Haul back now to to Crystal Lake. So we so we get pile in the uh, pile in the car, uh, take the U-Haul back. And you have to, you know, fill the gas right back to to where you had it. And I go to a gas station to fill it up. Not a not a ton of gas uh, to uh, to to replace it, but I get there and long long story short, the gas station has not received their gas for the <laughs> weekend or whatever. So because I'm at the pump, I'm trying to like pump it, and it's doing the like shh, oh shh, shh, where it just stops. Yeah. And I saw so I was just like, oh my God so and now I'm now I'm like running up to seven o'clock I'm like I'm gonna be late so I drop so I drop it off and uh there's I this kid had to be nineteen years old checking in this u-haul and um he <laughs> he's checking everything off and he goes uh you you know you have to return it with with the gas and I was just like, yeah so I explained to him what happened and he's like, okay well um I still have to charge you but uh like I might get in trouble if I don't charge you enough, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, just whatever it is, I don't care. like I need to get home because my wife is is she's she's doing a girls' trip this weekend uh, with with a friend of ours and and, and the kids. so I'm like, I, we gotta get home and and help her pack up and get her on the road and then because I also have to come back here and record, so I was just like, I'm on a schedule, charge me whatever the hell you need to. Like, just get me out of here. So seven hundred dollars
1: for gas. Probably less than a tank of gas. Yeah, I'm.
2: I'm yeah, I'm gonna have <laughs> to check my bank 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 statement before I uh, before I do anything. Oh, you might have gotten seat, off easy. I, yeah. But I am, then yeah. So then oh we we get back. We get back. We have to we have to pack the car again. My my poor daughter has been up for like three hours now with like a ten minute nap, and she's just sitting in her car seat. Like, why am I still strapped in this <laughs> car seat? You know, so we packed the car, get them off, and and yeah. So it was a busy morning, but now I'm here. We're gonna be talking, um, talking hockey. So it's it's a good Friday now. Nice,
1: that's great. I, I am in the most humid room in America because uh, we got oh, rained no. out of our softball game. Of course, we're winning thirteen to six in Frankfurt, and then all of a sudden the skies open up, and we just make a run for it. So we left our wagon with all of our equipment in the dugout, and we're like, well, is it covered? Oh, is, I mean, it's covered with like one of those screens. Not like totally oh, yeah. covered, but covered-ish. Yeah. But we're, me and Hope look at each other like, well, we got to go get this at some point. So we just run out uphill. It's like <laughs> water's cascading down. Both ways. I have all of our, I showed, <laughs> I, this is not on video, but I showed Greg earlier. You can see all the softball equipment from the bag is on the floor in my office here. Oh, gosh. Because this is where the dehumidifier is. <laughs> <laughs> so oh wow. It's, it's pretty nasty. It's pretty nasty here. <laughs> does not sound So if you great.
0: hear spritzing stones <laughs> randomly throughout the podcast. Yeah. It's Jay f- using some Febreze.
1: Yeah, on <laughs> myself. Yeah, being oh anything. All right, well, let's get to the let's 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 drop the puck on this bad boy. Um we've got uh you know, last week uh Kyle Davidson did his little town hall meeting and uh was not shy about the fact that he's looking to get into the first round of this upcoming NHL draft and um Yesterday, L.A. Freeman on 32 Thoughts had a couple things, uh, including the fact that the—oh, my God, why am I blanking on the team? The Devils Devils. might be willing to trade that number two overall pick in the draft. And, of course, when things like that happen, the Internet runs wild with speculation and rumor and all these sort of things. Um, It's just sort of a good jumping off point here for maybe not specifically that number two overall pick. But what is it going to take if Kyle Davidson wants to get into the first round? What sort of, what sort of weapons, what sort of uh, pieces does he have? And, and Mario, a good, good opportunity here to promote your piece for allchgo.com about weaponizing um, the defensive prospects the Hawks have. They've got too many, quite frankly. Yeah, none of them are elite, but they've got a lot of legitimate NHL prospects, and maybe it's time to weaponize some of those.
2: Yeah, you got some young defensive prospects that are, that are coming up through the system. Um, a number of them look pretty promising that they should be able to uh, play in the NHL um, in, in regular roles in the next, hopefully, year or two, or by next season at least. Um, so, yeah, I, and the thing is, not all of them, you know, you got five or six guys in Rockford right now, not all of them are going to come up to, to the NHL with Chicago, um, you know, this upcoming season or in two years or maybe ever. So I, I think if, if the Blackhawks can, can figure out who they think are the ones in the shortest time frame that can come up to the NHL and they want to uh, do so with Chicago, I think you need to identify those players and then you know the, the, the players that maybe they're not sold on or maybe um, j- just got lost in the shuffle uh, could could be a potential you know package them with, uh, maybe one of the, the the future first round picks that they got in the Brandon Hagel trade from from the Lightning, um, and, and and see what see what teams are interested in. Um, I, I you know Freeman mentioned Devils with the uh, number two pick, uh, being open to to trade offers. I think he also mentioned the Ottawa Senators with the number seven pick being op, being open to it as well. So you know if the Blackhawks and and, and Kyle Davison really want to get into the top ten and really want to Um, You know, find that first round talent that's going to help 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 the rebuilding process be maybe a little bit quicker. Um, He's got some options there. And I think for the Blackhawks to get into those picks um, into that range, it'll definitely take more than just, oh, here's here's a decent defensive prospect like you're going to need to sweeten it up a little bit more. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts, but I think you know if you start with one of those players and you start with one of those future first, you you got a good good launching point to um, open up some discussion and, and see uh, see what else can be done.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know if the Blackhawks have enough to get number two, number seven, those picks that are discussed being open I, without giving up way too much. Uh, right. and and we saw different tweets about, hey, Alex DeBrinkett for the number two pick. Stop yourself right now. Knock it off. If you're getting the number two pick for Alex bring it I want more than the number two pick. Like, that's not a good trade. You I love Yuri Slapkowski. I think Logan Cooley is a great player. Those are guys that might be superstars one day. But why would you trade up a guy that is a superstar Yet to enter the prime of his career for a guy that might be a superstar. That makes no sense. I don't like that. And it's not a real rumor. It's just people talking. This is what happens this time of year. Hey, the Devils might trade this pick. Who do we have that can get it? I know. Alex Debrinkit. This nonsense. You need more than that for me. Maybe maybe Kyle Davidson thinks differently, and that's his job. But I don't know if they can get one of those top ten picks. I don't know if they have enough, enough that I'm willing to part with uh, but there are options to get in the first round still. You gotta look you gotta look at teams that have multiple picks. Uh the Coyotes have three. At this point, two of those three could be the last two picks of the first yeah. round because they've yeah. got Colorado, yeah. they got Carolina. So, you know, uh, the Flames have a second pick. Um I'm sorry, the Canadians, they have the Flames pick. Buffalo has multiple picks, the Ducks have multiple picks, Sabres and the Ducks. Canadians, those might not be teams looking to move picks at this point because they're in rebuild mode too. But look at those teams. Look at the teams that have are in salary cap hell that need to move salary cap. This is where maybe the Blackhawks reverse roles. They were always looking for the Arizona Coyotes to take a crappy contract. Maybe this is where they say we'll take your crappy contract and your first round pick. So you maybe you got to get a little more creative. I think if you really want that, you know, maybe a team like. Montreal wants to move some salary because they're they're they've got some bad cash on their books right now. Maybe you approach them for that second pick. Obviously, they're not trading the first overall. They got the Flames' second uh, Flames pick as a later round pick. But maybe you take a bad contract and then you get in at 26 or 27, wherever that would be uh, right now, and and go with that. I mean, I don't want to risk a ton of assets to get you know, a top 10 pick at this point. I it, it sounds sexy, but big picture, it might not be as sexy as we think it is.
1: Yeah, and I also think, you know, we keep talking about the depth of next year's draft, and they've got two first-round picks there, and like you said, of course, you could take one of those and turn it into a pick for this year if you really want to and get creative and make it happen. But, I don't know, maybe they're better off just, you know, holding on to one of the – I'm not looking to trade first for firsts. Right. If I'm getting in the first, I mean, like you said, Greg, I think the way to do it is you take on somebody's bad contract. You flip the script on them and say, hey, you want to move this? And we keep talking about Peter Marazic, uh from Toronto. And I don't know if that's going to get you a first, but that's kind of the style of sort of thing. And look, the Hawks can say, too, hey, you guys need a defenseman. What about Connor Murphy, who is really good, got a really attractive contract? He's not going to be part of things here when the Hawks are good again. And, yeah, it's going to hurt you. It's going to make the team less competitive next year to not have Connor Murphy here. But it's also going to open up a spot for another young player. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of ways to get creative. But I, I, I'm with you, Greg. If, if it, you're talking Alex to for the number two overall pick, I need more than a number two overall pick. I
0: need a yeah, number two pick and Dawson Mercer. OK, I consider that. Yeah, I need a top,
1: top prospect.
0: I need a guy that's yeah. going to play in the NHL now. Yeah, and to up Alex DeBrincat.
1: And then you also, it, on the same hand, though, you got to look at it from the devil's perspective of, like, I don't know, they don't, they, I don't, do they feel like they're close to winning? Do they feel I think, like they're a team I that's going to contend soon?
2: I think they thought they were. Yeah. And then it just it, it blew up
1: on them. So does it make yeah. sense for them to take another stab? You know, are they going to go to Stan Bowman route and try right. to add more veterans and try to take a stab of a non playoff team and suddenly get um, yourself into a adding adding early a Slavkovsky
0: to Adding us potentially a Slapkowski to a team that already has Jack Hughes and Dawson Mercer sounds pretty sexy to me. I like yeah, that. Sure. I, I'll take those three guys and build out mm-hmm. from there. But that maybe their like thought
1: is maybe their thought is we're a little closer to contending than than taking. Maybe we'll take DeBrinket in that role instead. Maybe and, and, yeah. and accelerate the and accelerate this rebuild a little bit. I don't know. I
2: I think if the, if that's the thought process, um, like I. I I get it from their perspective to be like, oh, we, you know, we thought we were going to contend, you know, to be in the, in the postseason this year, things didn't go our way. Maybe we are an Alex to bring it away and they're not ne- necessarily thinking, well, we want to just continue to load up on young players. Um, yeah. You know, I, I was having this discussion with, with, with a buddy of mine yesterday. And I was just like, look, if new, if, if New Jersey wants to bring it, that's fine. I want the number two pick. I want their first next year. And I want uh, Alex Holtz and he and he was just like, Oh, that's a lot and I'm like, Well, that's what I want. Well, and, and if they don't and if they don't want to do it, then fine. Then I hang up the phone and yeah. then, then
1: then that's it. And you still got yeah, Alex to have market on your team.
0: Right. I'd make that trade. Yeah. I mean it's gonna take a lot. A lot of people just say, Oh, number two pick for Debrink straight up. That's enough. No, it's not. No. This no. is a guy that's a forty goal scorer who is what, twenty four? Twenty 24,
2: 25? 25 in that range, yeah. Yep. Like this guy's and, and gonna it's...
0: be a forty year goal scorer for potentially the next six, seven, eight years. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a lot. Well, you're getting a lot. So, you know, yeah.
1: You know, I don't Price know. Price
0: of poker is high. So let's, let's make it happen. But it's gotta be, a. it's gonna have to blow me away to trade mm-hmm. Alex to bring it. Like mm-hmm.
2: you look at what they, what they dealt Hagel for. And it's like, you gotta multiply yeah. that. You oh, know? Yeah.
1: Oh,
0: absolutely.
2: Yes. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So,
2: if uh, you, if you trade.
1: also double it.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> four first round picks, four players and
1: your coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That'll work. Yeah. That'll work. You know what's interesting to watch is that uh, DeBrinket speculation was was flying around yesterday. I feel like league wide, he is not respected enough, and or we overrate him. It's <laughs> yeah, it, could be, yeah. There's there's, it could be a little bit of both. It could be a little bit of both. Yeah,
2: I think I think a lot of people outside of Chicago understand like, yeah, Alex to they look at his numbers. They're like, yeah, he'll get like a $9 million contract. And that's what he's, what he's worth statistically. But then, you know, you talk to someone in Chicago and you're just like, he's, he's, you know, people argue, can argue. And it's, it's, it's a valid, valid argument that he might be the best player on the team. And that's uh, on top of, you know, going, going ahead of Patrick Kane. So yeah, I, I, I think there is a, there is a lot of like, we love our own player, um, and 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 the league might might just not be paying atten- a ton of attention to the Blackhawks, but yeah, Alex DeBrincat should be considered one of the top ten. I would say one of the top ten to fifteen uh, wings in the entire league. Yeah, for sure. I
0: mean, yeah, we we overvalue our own players. There's no doubt about that. But uh, thankfully, nobody valued. Brendan Hagel more than a Tampa Bay Lightning. That, 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 that worked out pretty well. Except John so maybe McTague. it was all the maybe maybe all they did maybe Tampa all they did was just read all the Blackhawk fans' tweets about how much they love Brendan Hagel or like, well, this guy, the fans say he's really good. Let's give it all for him. So
1: keep pumping those Alex to yeah. tires. Yeah, I don't know. There is jo- I don't know about you guys. I I am if I had to put money down on if Alex to is back next season. I'm not feeling super confident in that. I don't know, and I don't know if it's the speculations and uh, all and rumors or whatever you want to call it, or if it was Kyle Davidson's sort of lack of commitment, or you know what, what Laz wrote earlier this week about, eh, you know, they're not totally, I don't know, it's not a sure thing. He's coming back. I don't know. I'm starting to feel like maybe they are looking to move him. And we've talked about this for weeks. If you want to get a supreme package of prospects and picks back. That's how you're going to do it, and maybe in the long run, it's worth it, but boy, that's a tough pill to swallow for me with, yeah. with a guy who is proven and is getting better and better and better, and look like he's not done improving. he's just not. I mean, this is he has not reached the ceiling yet. No, just look yeah. at look, look at Patrick Kane. Look at Patrick. Patrick Kane is better now. You can argue he's a better player in the last three or four years than he was when they were winning Stanley Cups.
2: Mm-hmm. He's his,
1: unbelievable. His,
2: the three best seasons he's had statistically all came after the cup runs and in his late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, Like
0: and with and with the least amount of talent around him.
2: Right. Right, yeah, consistently, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the training to bring it would be a real tough pill to swallow. I, I'm not, like... I'm not itchy about it at this point because all we've seen about it is, is, is people just saying, I have a feeling this is going to happen. Yeah. It's not, it's not Elliot Friedman. It's not Bob McKenzie. It's not Darren Dreger. It's not one of, it's not Lazar powers. It's not somebody that's got the inside scoop saying sources say Alex Debrick, it's yeah. on the block. It's fans speculating, which is what happens this time of year, especially when we're not in the playoffs and you know, you look, Hey, I, what, what players could be traded? Yeah. Now, obviously Kyle Davidson hasn't committed one way or the other, but I'm starting to get the feeling that that's who he is. He's not going to commit one way or the other on anything, That's true. because then if it doesn't go that way, he's going to take some, some slack for it. You mm-hmm. know, if he says, hey, Alex gets our guy, but then negotiations break down, you have to trade him, then you look like a liar. So yeah. he's just going to say, he's not going to commit to anything at this point early in his career that it can get thrown back in his face and ruin his reputation, which is a smart way to do it. Um, Blackhawks have traditionally played every kept everything close to the vest. You rarely ever heard things coming out of the Blackhawks even in the previous regime. Mm-hmm. just not a lot of leaks coming out, not a lot of things. So if something like this were to happen, it's probably gonna come out of nowhere. Like, you know, we didn't really hear much about Brandon Hagel until, like, an hour before the trade, where it's like, oh, by the way, Brandon Hagel's going to get traded. It was like...
2: <laughs> outside, I mean, of, outside of Frank Cerevalli being like, he's getting moved for, like, a month, and I was just like, what the yeah. hell is this guy talking about? And then, oh, yeah, so, <laughs> maybe insiders like, do know some things.
1: I, I will say, yeah, it, I, it feels like the two national people that have the the best pulse of the Blackhawks are Emily Kaplan and Frank Cerevalli. They yeah. seem to have Hawk stuff sooner than anybody else does. So just as the offseason goes on... Uh, and you're looking for people with uh, with some thoughts on the Hawks, those two to me, and look, with t- Kyle Davidson, it could be totally different people because maybe Emily and uh, and Frank had the year of Stan Bowman or, or whatever, or Al McIsaac or somebody in the organization. Sources change as leadership changes. So, you know, but just something to keep an eye on. And I think, yeah. you know, uh, I'm just – your point is good, Greg, and I, I think that made me feel a little bit better that, like, he just keeps everything close to the vest. He he is never going to be like we are one hundred percent absolutely committed to Alex DeBrincat or player X whoever it might be. Right. He, there's no for him. There's no benefit in doing that and speaking that way. There's just not. Yeah, sure, it might make the fans happy and get you some positive publicity for a minute, but it it hurts him in negotiations. It hurts him mm-hmm. in trade dealings. There's no business benefit to Kyle mm-hmm. Davidson announcing his plans for anything. And that's why when he did sort of say, like, well, yeah, we'd like to get in the first round, that kind of perked us up. Like, oh, right. that was, like, that's kind just, of the yeah. it was the, the yep. first real indication of anything from him, um, aside from, like, we want players that compete. Okay, no shit. Like, yeah, what GM's vague, like, I, vague I want things, guys that don't yeah. compete and stay on a perimeter. Yeah. <laughs> Give me <laughs> all your redeemed verbatas, please. Yeah. Let's yeah, bring it, back Dylan <laughs> Secura. <laughs> yeah,
2: it definitely, he's killing it in the AHL. Good for him. Um, yeah, so a lot but of yeah, guys. yeah, but it, it definitely seems like with – the, you know, the rebuild plan, we're getting kind of like bits and pieces, kind of some vague things. There haven't been too many things that Kyle Davidson has said that has been like a definitive direction.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, I, as far as the like, will Alex Dabrinkit, you know, be be part of the, the team long term and, and, and still be with Chicago when they're ready to compete? Um, I'd still like to believe that uh, is going to be the case. Uh, maybe that's my, you know my optimistic side getting the better of me, but I'd I'd still like to believe that's going to be the case. Um, But, uh, you know, if if, if I think, I don't don't have a, a strong sense of this, but part of me feels, this is my feeling, part of me feels like Kyle Davidson might, in the back of his head, or maybe this is the plan, I don't know, he might have just a scorched earth policy. With, you know, non-committal to to Jonathan Tays and Patrick Kane saying, I'm not here to sell them to stay here. I'm here to tell them what we're going to do. And if they want to be here, that's one thing or the other. Um, He might, you know, he might look at Alex Brinkett and be like, he might value what they could get in a trade for him more than having him be part of of the team, of the rebuild. Um, And it's, I don't know. It's, I, 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 I don't think that's the route that they're going to go but I, it's definitely not off the table that he might just say we are starting from liter- literally the bottom up and we're going to start fresh clean slate all my guys and, and 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 take it from there which probably would you know be a a long rebuild but maybe it's maybe it might be exactly what the team needs maybe he believes we just need to start with just a fresh beginning outside of Seth Jones, who is anchored here.
1: Yeah. Well, I will say this. like, If you are trading to it's a top three pick has to be part of that. Like, oh, yeah. The devils yeah. are the starting point of number two plus, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. If we're talking Alex to at all, what are you giving me? And it starts with a top three pick. I'm not trading Alex to to get in the top 10, top 15. No, we're talking top, um, top three
2: yeah, unless you're getting other first-round quality, yeah, right? Like, proven yeah. prospects like, or anything
0: like, o- like that. If, if Ottawa says we'll give you the seventh pick this year and our first round next year, which will likely be another top ten, then that's a good starting point. Sure.
1: Yep. And throw
0: in a couple of young players too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. G- give me. Uh, um, is Sanderson Anderson healthy? Yeah, that's a, yeah. Well, who that cares if he's nice. healthy? I'll take him. <laughs> that would he'll get nice. healthy at some point. So yeah, <laughs> right, there you go. Yeah. And then we'll give you two of our young defensive prospects back to compensate for that. Yeah, you know, Alex DeBrinkit, Wild Kalnuk, for two first round picks and Jake Sanderson. I'd listen. You know, there might have to be some other things in there too. But you're at least yeah. not getting me to laugh and hang up the phone immediately. Like right. you're keeping yeah. me on the line for two more minutes. But then, wonder, did, um,
1: you know, that, sort of on the same token, that we were talking about the Devils. Though, like, how does that help Ottawa? Ottawa's sort of in the same boat as the Hawks. Yeah, like, they need more than
0: dev- Devils you know, are, are a lot closer to being for real than Ottawa is. Yeah.
2: Well, and that's and that's the thing with this conversation is when you're trying when you are a rebuilding team, you're not really going to go to other rebuilding teams to right. help with your rebuild because they're also in the same boat. So. Right, right.
0: And, and all those and I mentioned earlier. Look at the teams that have multiple picks. Well, all those teams that have multiple picks are also rebuilding teams. That's why they have multiple picks because right. they acquired first round picks for assets. Mon- so maybe Montreal, Arizona, yeah, Buffalo, the Ducks. Buffalo, those aren't Anaheim,
2: Columbus. Yeah.
0: Yeah well, Col- yeah, well, Columbus has our pick, so they're not trading that back Yeah, they're us. not answering the
2: phone. <laughs> they're off. Hey, yeah. they, maybe they're like, oh, maybe they'll give us another pick. Like, <laughs> Yeah, hey, what are you guys doing <laughs> in 2026?
1: I would pick up that yeah. phone immediately if the Hawks were calling. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Well, not anymore, not anymore. <laughs> Juicy. What he who not?
0: shall not be named is not on the other end. When he called, I'm, I'm picking up because yes. I'm like, okay, what's this idiot going to give me for, for nothing <laughs> this week?
2: I wonder, if, um, I wonder but, if Anaheim would be a team because they're kind of like on that cusp they have some young proven trevor trevor zegris
0: and alex to on the same line good god man Ooh, <laughs> oh, that's good thing. god
2: that's, that's, that's tempting right you know i don't know i'm hey, fine man
0: I'm, I'm at least having a discussion internally about hey
1: what if we get this guy that's an mm-hmm. arrow well that's an arrow because they're, they're team. a team
0: like the devils who are a lot closer to being a real team than a rebuilding team
1: yeah all right i'm going to throw a curveball here and i know it's going to trigger everybody oh, alex to is from michigan the Red Wings are on the rise. They're about ready to be a competitor again. How about I mean, that? The, the rule is you can only play from where you're from. So. That's right, as we know.
2: Yeah, I mean. Uh, can I'm, we get Steve Eiserman in a trade for Alex I mean, to bring. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, there please. you go. Player, suit him up that's too. the only trade I'm suit yeah. making. Suit him up, too. Don't put him in the front office. Yeah, it'll be
0: put the player, player, GM.
1: GM. S- player
2: GM.
0: Player <laughs> GM. Player coach, player slash coach slash
2: GM slash owner. Yeah, yeah. He's the new yeah. Reggie Dunlop. I'm yeah, the, the thing with with, you know, if, if they dealt with Detroit, I wouldn't be upset about it because I think the you know, we just had our, our throwback uh, Thursday, yesterday t- talking about, you know, eliminating Detroit in 2013. To me, that 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 kind of ended the, the peak of yeah. my personal like rivalry with them, because once you're only playing them twice a year, and you're not facing them in the playoffs or anything like that. It, it tones down the hatred. There's still the you know the historical factor to it. But I you know if, if they made a if they made some sort of deal with Detroit, I wouldn't be like oh they dealt with Detroit. If they yeah. did it with St. Louis, I would do that. Like you know, I would have that reaction. But with Detroit, it's just like okay,
1: you you think of it more from a business standpoint. Yeah, and I I gotta be honest, like no one hated the Red Wings like I did, but now I kind of miss them. Like right, yeah. I miss that rivalry. I just I would love to have them back in the Central. That'd be great. Yeah, it's 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 tough, but it would be weird to see him in a in a Red Wing sweater. But um, yeah, look, I yeah. like we always say there are no untouchables. Whoever offers the best deal is a team you should trade with. Um, but I'm just trying to think of those teams that are young with some cap space um, that might be on the cusp of you know where we imagine the Hawks will be in two or three years, maybe three mm-hmm. or four years, looking to add and looking to take the next step. Um, Detroit, New Jersey, they're definitely in that category, and Anaheim too in that category of sucked for a while, ready to take the next step, and might be willing to part with some uh, lower, you know some n- not so ready to go prospects and picks uh, to bring in a young guy to lead them, because you know they've got some really, Detroit has some really nice young players, but mm-hmm. not anybody like Alex Dabrinka, not anyone that dynamic no. just yet, this- I mean Dylan Larkin is like Tavesian, right? Yeah, um, But they don't have that Patrick Kane type. And Lucas Raymond might Lucas, get there. Lucas Raymond's going to be really good. Yeah, but, I mean, you have Larkin, uh, Raymond, and Debrinkit. That'll work.
0: Tossing in Moe cider on the back end. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I like that kid. Oh, no, I don't I like this. I just want like to look at
0: Detroit thing. and see what
1: else they
2: got. Just one second here. Well, while,
0: while you're researching that, just to put yeah. a cherry on top of the Davidson stuff, um, you know, you said maybe Scorched Earth is his plan. Maybe this, I don't think he 100% knows what his plan is yet, to be honest with you. <laughs> he's had this job for two months. I'm not saying that to be a smartass. No, I mean, I know real. it's hard to tell with me sometimes, but he's <laughs> had this job for two months and he's got so much cleanup to do this summer. So he may not even have 100% his vision mm-hmm. for what this team is going to be. So he's about to sit down at the biggest poker table he's ever sat at in his life. This first off season. He's not telling anybody anything right and that's good that's good don't show your hand don't show your cards you got to have some negotiation you you have to be able to have some sort of ability to negotiate with strength with leverage and they don't have a lot of that because they don't have a lot to offer right now so pretend you don't want to trade this guy so when the guy when someone else calls you up and says hey I know you're not interested in moving him, but, so we're going to sweeten the deal a little more. You know, this is all gamesmanship as far as I'm concerned. So I don't think we have a full idea what exactly he wants to do, and I'm okay with that because that means nobody else does either.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I got excited here looking at uh, the Red Wings here. <laughs> if I'm dealing Alex Abrinca and I'm talking with Detroit, part of my conversation is around Sebastian Cosa. Oh. the goalie that they just drafted.
0: Ooh. Yes, please. That's why I wanted last year before they traded
2: that pick. Mm, that would be that would yes, that please. would be in my conversations.
1: <laughs> Can we but. interest you in a gently used Kevin Lincoln and his negotiating <laughs> rights? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. uh. That, see, the, the, the possibilities are endless. And uh, Greg, your point's good. Like Kyle Davidson has so much to worry about. And oh yeah, yeah. I got to hire a coach too. Um, I don't know. Maybe Scorched Earth is a way to go, and just. Eliminate any any traces of the Bowman era as much as you can, and, and start. I'm 100 fine with that. If yeah.
0: that's what it, if that's what he wants to do, do it. But keeping the cards, go big or go home.
2: Yeah, you got, yeah. If you're gonna rip the bandaid off, just rip it completely. Just off. do it.
0: I'm yep. fine with that. Be make it your team. Make it your identity. I, I'm okay with
2: that. If that's the plan, execute it. No, and you know up. what? Like that's that's kind of easier to sell. Then to the fan base then to be like, oh, we're gonna keep around this guy that guy You know, we, you know kind yeah, of no, thing just say, if just, it's just like, you know, what? Just, everyone's yeah. everyone's gone. It's a fresh slate. We're starting starting over crumple it up toss it away Here's the <sighs> new Blackhawks plan
0: all, all Kyle Davidson has to do is just get up there and say, you know what? I've been reading all your tweets I've been reading all your YouTube <laughs> columns. Yes Stan Bowman sucks, so I'm getting rid of anything that's that has his stink on it. Because you yep. that's what you wanted. I'm giving you exactly
2: what you wanted. Yep. Go up there with a with a fake Stan Bowman head. <laughs> I, yeah. I I took care of or, him. <laughs> or, or put a,
0: put a, put on a big graphic of the, the, the I've seen it a bunch of times of the picture with Stan Bowman with the clown nose. Oh, yeah, there, you yeah. go. there you go. He's gone. We are vanquishing. We are exercising the demons. If you were hired or drafted by Stan Bowman, get out. And then they can do the gate. They can do the Game of Thrones shame walk of the entire staff right out the atrium. <laughs> you, you know, go. by
1: the way, the person in the shame walk is. Um, the owner from Ted Lasso. Is it the same I have not, it the same woman? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I just I just started Ted watching
2: Ted Lasso. I just started watching it in the last month. It is a fantastic show. I can it's see why I can see why people like the have have all the hype behind it. It's it's very good. <laughs>
0: Apple, Apple plus or whatever it is, is like the only streaming service I don't have. So, yeah. um, off the air, I can trade passwords with somebody <laughs> if they want. Yeah. You know? Well,
2: I got, I got a, I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a free trial right now with it. So
1: there you go. Yeah. yeah it's a good show. I recommend right re- here breaking news. Yeah. I recommend Ted Lasso. Good show. That's <laughs> the guys. first
0: I've ever heard. I've just, I've never heard anything yeah. about that show yes. and the quality of it. Yeah. That's good to know.
1: Well, yeah. I think Greg, you're like me where someone like tell you really got to watch. It's like, no. Yeah, if, more than ten,
0: if, if more than <laughs> 10 people say it's the best thing ever, I immediately hate it. This like, is, nope, the, I'm
2: not watching this. This I'm sucks. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I'm, I'm convinced that Breaking Bad is terrible. I'm convinced that Better Call Saul is terrible. I never yeah, watched, no. uh, what was the I'm other one? kind of the same Walking way with, with Ted Lasso.
1: Screw it.
0: Yellowstone's yeah. another one. F Yellowstone. Too many people <laughs> like it. I don't want to
1: watch it. That's me yeah. with The Wire. Everyone's like, The Wire is the most brilliant television of all. I'm like, then I'm not no, watching it. No, it's not. Yeah.
0: I watched the the, the <laughs> first season's great. Second season lost me, and then I never went back.
1: How many dick and fart jokes are there per hour? That's, that's how I right. judge if I'm watching a show or not. <laughs> yes. Um, by the way, Shorzy uh, debuts on Hulu today. The oh, there you from go. Speaking of dick and fart jokes, do I need to watch? Do I need to watch the entire uh, Letter Kenny collection to understand Shorzy? I seriously so? too doubt holes? it. I seriously, yeah, so. you really
0: have to watch that last season to get the concept of
2: who Shorzy really is <laughs> no. as a human being. Right? Not not whatsoever. No. Season seven of Letter Kenny is
0: all about the deep psychological dive of who Shorzy is, and without that, <laughs> you figured. will be
1: completely lost. Yeah, and how Squirrelly Dan comes into the whole thing—it's just too confusing. The whole multiverse of (laughs) letter kenny is just too much this is too much to get through hey if you're enjoying chgo uh the best way to help us grow is to download that points bet app and use the code chgo when you sign up do that right now and you're going to get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars but that's not it make a 50 dollars or more first-time deposit and you'll receive a free chgo membership that unlocks all of our web content And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice, (coughs) CHGO Locker. That's two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. Any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and they'll help you out. Remember, live NBA same-game parlays are underway. You can build your perfect live NBA same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. And if you want more, you can always boost your live same-game parlays. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. And remember, online sign-up is available now in Illinois. Start to finish from your phone. You can download and register on the PointsBet app. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700.
0: Hey, I've got a question for you guys now that we're rolling into the show. Do you guys want to start your day with a competitive edge? Well, if so, no. you should give our friends... No, all right. Never mind then. Uh, let's I'm talk kidding. about last night. <laughs> For the rest of you that would like to start your day with a competitive edge, you should give our friends over at Strava CBD Coffee a uh, a, a see as they like to say, because that is a game changer, and it's helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh, roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad... Spectrum CBD CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you such as you're going to feel alert and focused without the jitters. You're going to live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. I wonder how much Strava was ordered in Calgary this morning. Plus, including (laughs) CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best. And the even better part to that is Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. You get all the benefits of the CBD uh, edition. Plus, it is amazingly good coffee. So many great different flavors, different roasts. It's all delicious and you get the CBD. It's a wonderful product. And CHGO listeners, that's you guys. You can save 25% off the entire purchase when you use the promo code CHGO25 at checkout. That is 25% off your entire order at stravacraftcoffee.com, that's S-T-R-A-V-A, just by using that promo code CHGO25 at checkout. And if you already love Strava like we do here, you can subscribe and save tons of money with the Strava Coffee Club. With Strava, you're in control. You can save money on all your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home and office on your schedule. It's saving money, it's convenience, it's amazingly good coffee. Uh, seriously, like, it's the Alex Brinket of coffees. Make it happen.
2: <laughs> Don't trade it, though. Yeah, don't trade it. it for lesser Give coffee. it a long-term extension. Mm.
1: Don't trade, trade it for even
2: more Strava <laughs> yeah, coffee. Yeah,
1: no unproven <laughs> coffee coming back. I promise yeah. you that. All right, we've got, uh, we we've had two playoff games last night. The Carolina Hurricanes uh, beat the Rangers 3-1. to They take a 3-2 series lead. Uh, they scored on the power play, and guess who did it? Tavo. Way to go, Hurricanes. Ooh, <laughs> good for Tavo. That's his, his Ice jersey right there. We're not in big Oh, nice. Oh, yeah,
2: nice. I, I
0: love that. I love that. Ter- yeah. And I love that. Uh, I saw Jersey. In, he, it's the, it's yes. It's the, the reverse, reverse of the, classic
2: uh, with the cream 20, color. Yeah. 2009. Yeah. I like that.
0: And another reason to love Tavo when he was in Rockford, he wore number 21. Yeah. After. Yeah. Dude, right, that, that's a pretty good up. number in
1: Chicago history. That's decent. It's not bad. I was in the discord yeah. last so that, night, um, during Rangers and flames. And I was just like, just chat with people, nothing official or anything. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I'm, I've always liked the Hurricanes because, of course, Tavo's there, and I just, they just have always They're felt a like kind team. of an underdog contender. But I'm like finding myself rooting for the Rangers. I don't know what's happening. I don't know <laughs> if it's, I can't control, I, think I, I really can't control who my heart is telling me it. to root for. But yeah. it's, they just, to me, it just seems so unexpected for them to get to the conference final. Um, very much like the Oilers, where after they like started playing really well against the Flames, I'm like, wow, what if they could actually do this? And they Mm -hmm. did. I mean, I don't know. I I do find myself rooting for the Rangers a little bit.
0: The Rangers are a good team. They got a lot of really fun, likable players. Yeah. They have a few very unlikable players, too, but they've got. They're a good team. It's just my lifelong hatred for all things New York will not allow me to (laughs) cheer for them. It's nothing personal against the players. I love the uniforms, the home blues with the red pants. Man, that's such a great look. I love the uniforms. I love Artemi Panarin. It's just the only time I ever. Made There were two exceptions for when I allowed myself to root for a New York team. That was the 94 Rangers because I love Steve Larmer and I wanted him to get a cup. And then the two times the New York Giants played the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Those are the Uh, only times I ever rooted for a New York team. Otherwise, I just can't do it. Yes, I can't do it. So, and I love the Hurricanes. They're my team. I was rocking my Bunch of jerk shirt the other day for, for game two. So, Tavo, exciting team. Svechnikov is a great player. Ajo, um, Anti-Ranta. Come on, how do you root against Anti-Ranta? Yeah, the dude I, is a saint. I, so, I, I um, can both
1: teams win? Is that like a – because I, I don't <laughs> want to – Sorry, Tampa, you got to go home. We're going to play don't this they... series again
0: the next round.
2: They can just combine rosters and then create a super team to play the Lightning, in and the they'll next lose round. in five,
0: and still <laughs> lose in four games.
2: <laughs> Probably, yeah. No, see, I, I think for for me, like I'm 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 with you, Jay. Like I like the Hurricanes. I I'm, I'm I uh, you know there's there's former Hawks on on the Hurricanes that, that that you like, and you know I I think that they you know they really a few years ago kind of brought some some new life into the into the sport a little bit with their, you know, their, their storm surgeon and stuff. That was fun. And that, you know, kind of endeared the, them a little bit outside of the Hurricanes fan base to the rest of the NHL. Um, but I'm also like, I, for me, I, there's not a team that I'm going to be upset with that wins or loses this, this series because I like, I like both of them. The, the, you know, the Rangers, I think they're like, they've said, like you guys have said, like they're a young team. They have some good young players. They're probably going to, you know, continue to be a good team for a number of years. Um, I love Artemi Panarin. Uh, I, 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 I like seeing him succeed. And, you know, I, I, I think for the NHL, they love to have original six teams, big market teams have success. And, I you know, I, I, I like that. I, I like that, too. You know, the, the NHL is better when Montreal and Toronto and, and New York and Chicago and Detroit, when they're all competitive and in it, That's that's it's better for the league. It's, and then you can say that across all the major sports you know baseball is better when the cubs and the yankees and 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 all that all the historical teams are competitive same with the nba um so yeah I, i i find myself kind of falling into that with the rangers like yeah you know the rangers historical team madison square garden uniforms are beautiful um you know fun players to to root for it's it's it's, for me, it's easy to do. And, and too, I have you know, uh, uh, talked about it before. I, I had a, a cousin who played uh, professional hockey. He was drafted by the Rangers. Uh, never played for them, but drafted by the Rangers when I was starting to get into to hockey uh, when I was younger. So it was like Blackhawks and Rangers. Those are the two teams I started off having a, an affinity for and, and still like the Rangers. So I'm, I'm in a position where winner of this series, I'm, I'm happy either way.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah,
2: I
0: mean, I I would be disappointed in the Hurricanes. I like them. I consider myself a fan of the Hurricanes. They're my East East Conference team. Um, And I picked them to go to the Cup Final in our bracket challenge. So That's another reason
2: to root for them, yeah.
0: But uh, Igor Sesterkin versus uh, Vasilevsky, that's a really good consolation prize. I'll I'll watch that. I I guess
2: I'll watch that if I have
1: to. (laughs) I guess, yeah. And then uh, the other game of the night, uh, the Battle of Alberta was just off the rails. (laughs) just a kick in the is, gut oilers winning 5-4 in overtime off the stick of who else but connor mcdavid if you played our points bet play points of the week better the week you're a, you're a big winner i played it myself i actually did both i did the first goal so, scorer yeah. mcdavid that did not go through no. uh, but i did get the anytime goal scorer mcdavid so yep that's what i did is there I did uh, any
0: time with my money and the the first goal with points bets money
1: I want to I want to
2: dive into all the side you know prop bets that you can do with points back because uh, I, I there's so many that you can do yeah um, I want to see it <laughs> if they have like a like pick the game winning goal scorer if they have something oh, yeah. like that that would be that would be fantastic I what would I would first?
0: literally just do I would literally just do Connor McDavid all 82 games I would probably hit that at least <laughs> 25 times
1: yeah, yeah seriously so if you miss the game. First period ends. Calvary's up one nothing. Okay, you know, good game, back and forth. Second period, four <laughs> goals scored in seventy one seconds. That's in great. this game, it was. It was I, I was like, was, was that a replay? Wait, was that a was, replay? Wait, was, it that was that a replay? Seven,
2: <laughs> seven goals in the period. Four in yeah, four in seventy one seconds.
1: So the period yeah. ends. It's four. It's five four Oilers. And then of course, because hockey's stupid, it was tied. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Four-four. I'm four, bad at math. Four. And then uh, third period scoreless, of course, because hockey is dumb, and that's how it goes. Uh, and well, then in well, it, it
0: should have been well. a goal, but uh, yeah.
1: And, um, well, Connor yeah. McDavid won in overtime, but the 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 big talk today is was that Blake Coleman goal kicked in or not? And it's really hard to kind of describe it without seeing it. So um, once we're done talking on the podcast, of course, and you've left a five-star review, then go find the highlight. If
2: you haven't seen it yet.
1: There yeah. is definitely he, Coleman's crashing a net. There is definitely like a leg motion of some kind, but it looks like he's trying to stop initially. Yeah. And this is important. Mm-hmm. Initially he's trying was not ruled. to break his leg on the pole or right. post. Initially, it was ruled a goal. So they go to review and they wash it away. So, cuz for me it's always been this what they always say you have to have something definitive to overturn it mm-hmm. there was certainly a motion with the foot but i there's no way anyone could watch that and say it's definitively a kick so i no. think they blew he, that call he, he wasn't going towards that puck to say i am going to kick
0: this in as i'm skating 100 miles an hour like right it was a bad call bad call what? and and of course then the, an amazing game is overshadowed by a blown call
2: yeah I think what what stings more uh, or makes it sting sting worse is that the puck was going in. If he doesn't yeah. kick it, yeah, it was it was inches from from going in. Anyways, the momentum the puck was carrying was going in. So if he's a if he's a half stride late, we might not even be talking about this, and, and the Flames might still be in the series. But um, yeah, I, I I I I was watching it, and you know you you watch the replay, and he's already like. Even before his like skate hits the puck, he's already like kind of like celebrating, like "Hey, it's we scored!" because he knows it's going in. I don't, I don't know. For me, it's 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 hard to think that in the motion that he was, in in the way that he was going, you know, he was he's fending off contact, he's falling to the ice. I can't think that Blake Coleman in that whole process is thinking, "Oh, let me kick the puck right. as I'm falling and trying to stop and like reacting to the play." I... I I'm, I, it, yeah. I just i can't think that i can't believe that you know they 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 went to video review and said
1: he kicked it like i can't believe that. it's real easy to go frame by frame and super slow motion like you can see his foot moves in a kicking way right, yeah. he's that's doing it at full speed. supposed to yeah if, that, he, if, if he's first of all if he has the ability to crash a net fend off a checker and make a perfect kick into the net give him the freaking goal because that's just an incredible <laughs> feat of athleticism yeah. i i don't know it's just The moment, uh, the fact that it was initially ruled a goal, if they said kicking motion initially. If they had waved it off. Yes, but the fact that it was overturned to me, that was the wrong call.
0: This is example number three million and eight of why instant replay is great in theory, but it sucks in practice. Like it's not, it's not, it does more harm than good to me. Uh, replay, you know, it, think, it, it take yeah. it. It makes it. It makes everything a, a ball of gray, mushy mesh. Nobody knows what offside is anymore. Offside used to be one of the most yeah very cut clear. and dry rules, and now there's discussions. Is he skate in the air? Is his stick in the air? Uh, nobody knows what goalie interference is anymore. Uh, kicking motions distinct intent we're, we're 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 it's too much it's too much let the refs make the calls on the ice they get it right way more than they get it wrong it's just when they get it wrong in in high pressure situations is magnified but it's part of the game it's the human element of the game we're we're taking 10 minutes to go frame by frame to see if there's a speck of that's not the spirit of the thing and it take to me it takes away from the game uh, instant replay in all sports should be just for simple simple calls fair or foul home run not home run over the goal line not over the goal line and just let the let the human element take care of it it was fine in the 50s and 60s without it the greatest some of the greatest players that ever played the game didn't benefit from instant replay it will be okay it all evens out in the end I believe good calls bad calls now the, it, it, it's in the ref's heads because now I know well I don't have to make a definitive call because we could just take 10 minutes and watch it on our iPad and completely ruin the flow of the game and get it right then. So it's it's changed the way the game is even being officiated because I, I think these officials are now nervous to make a definitive call. They just rely on the replay. And it's just the stop and start and stop and start, it takes away from the game.
2: I'm in favor of replay after all that. <laughs> after all Greg said. I, I, I think the replay factors into making sure that things... Are right, but I think that the problem is there's so much, like you said, Gray. There's there's so much gray area brought into it because, you know, you you don't have a uniform uh, way of, of enforcing rules and and regulations, and and I think you get into this, you get into this factor, uh, especially that we've seen in hockey. Like each each referee is you know, calls a game differently. Each umpire in baseball calls a strike zone differently. And I think with replay, you have to have a more definitive, um, grasp on, on rules, regulations, standards set. And I, I, I think that's where, you know, you don't have that. And the, and the replay become, becomes an issue. I, I, I am fine with replays as long as it's getting things right. Um, I, I think in, I think in this sense, they got it wrong. Because there's 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 got to be a way to 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 not take it frame by frame and think oh every little every little frame is is being processed by the player it's not right but you have but you have to be able to say you know with with an offsides or you know with a, a you know a puck going over a goal line or anything you have to say like even if the smallest Thing made a difference it still makes it still makes a difference if a, if a puck is a, is didn't go over the line by you know and uh, a half an inch or something you have to say it didn't go over the line it's it's not a goal or it, or it is a goal um, but I, but it's 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 the gray area that yeah. that, that makes things problems I, it makes a lot of problems if, if, if we want to just say human em, human element is part of everything and and everyone's okay with that that's fine but if we want to say we're, going to, we're increasing how much uh, is being relied on upon instant replay, there has to be a uniform, this is what it is, this is what it is not, and it, and, and it takes the, the, the
1: judgment out of it. You it it, can't have the gray area. If the technology exists to get calls correct, then you should use it. But to Greg's point, at some point, the spirit of the game is being lost. And I think yeah. the rule for the Blake Coleman no, play I, I, is I yeah. distinct kicking motion. If you need, if you need to frame by frame it, there's nothing distinct distinct. about it. Exactly. If you can't look at the replay and be like, okay, yep, there it is. He he definitely kicked his foot. We've seen that a thousand times, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting to be like, oh, (laughs) I got a chance. You watch any
0: replay slow enough, you could talk yourself into any conclusion you want.
1: And see this. Not to get into the NFL, but, like, when you see a guy make a clear catch and he falls down, but then, like, the nose of the ball touches yeah, the... no. That's, that's not
0: the spirit of it. drives me crazy. It. Right. It's the same in baseball. When a guy's pinky pops off the base for a tiny split microsecond and the tag is on, you call him out. That's garbage. I'm sorry. Like, I hate that. And and to sit there for 10 minutes to watch that, it just drives me up the wall.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's definitely frustrating, but... um.
0: Well, one one more thing on the Calgary thing, I just wanted to add yeah. that that's, that's peeving me. Even the call is bad; it's atrocious. But then what I'm reading from a lot of national talking heads and fans, that call cost the Flames the season. No, it didn't. It didn't because you lost three games to the Oilers when your your All Star goalie played like ass most of the game most of the series. Uh, you still had six minutes of regulation and an overtime period to score another goal. So I'm tired. I saw it on the Sportsnet. Uh, main column the call cost the flames the season no, no. it didn't it, it it was a bad call that they had time to overcome they still lost three games before that game losing four games cost the flames their season not one bad call
1: should have taken a page from brent seabrook overcome they, we the just bad had call. that we just talked about yeah, it six
0: hours earlier that. yeah yeah, be- so the reason the flame season is over is because they did not listen to yesterday's Throwback Thursday episode. See? So shame on them. They-, they get what they deserve.
1: It's a pregame fireup. By the way, good news, uh, Duncan Keith, twenty five seventeen of ice time, highest on the Oilers. So remember, as unlikely as it may be, if the Oilers reach the conf- the Cup final and Duncan Keith is top four in ice time, that third becomes a second for the Blackhawks. So listen, he what, is, what they he did, squirts, nothing squarely third on the team right now. Yep.
0: Nothing is unlikely at this point. Watching how the Oilers beat the Flames, who to, in my book are far superior defensive team in the Colorado Avalanche. Now, obviously the Avalanche can match firepower and speed. Now, the Avalanche have to still get there. They, they mm-hmm. let's not I mean, we don't want to say nice things about the Blues, but nope. technically we'll they still can win that series. They're not, but they still can. <laughs> um, but man, Colorado Edmonton, that's going to be a fun series if we get that that's going to be like uh, you're going to have to you're going to have to watch that game on slow motion just to see what happens because <laughs> like yeah. that was, somebody posted the other day uh the the, the chris chelios that the 95 conference final highlights chris chelios scored the overtime goal maury craven uh tied the game in the final minute maury craven i love that guy um but just watching those highlights, it seems so slow yes. compared mm-hmm. to what we see now. Now imagine McDavid and McKinnon on the ice together. Holy oh crap. God. It's going to be we like did, a Roadrunner
1: cartoon. We did not mention that McKinnon goal the other night, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought it was in fast forward. I'm like, I could, are they speeding I, this up? Nope. That's just McKinnon. I was
2: watching that, and I literally was just like, that's it. That's it. You're not coming back from that. And yeah, that's the it. The Blues did, but I was just like, oh, my God. There's – and, and – it was it was the outdoor game, uh, Colorado and Vegas, right in uh, at Lake yeah. Tahoe. Yeah, And they yeah. had when they had I the mic. Was it yeah. was it Petrangelo or Shea Theodore? They had somebody on on I Vegas that was Petrangelo. mic'd up. Yeah, and McKinnon's nope. coming down the wall. And he, go, he goes, he goes, uh oh, <laughs> as he's as he's skating back. And sure enough, McKinnon goes right by him and scores. And it was just like that was another one of those moments for I'm sure Nick Letty is just was just like, oh oh, like, here yeah.
0: he comes. Yeah.
2: And yeah. I don't know. No, and I know it's I, one of those moves
0: when you when you're on the blues bench, you just go, what are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. Nice do. job, sir. Let's drop the puck
1: because that's incredible. The, the lids I, head tip of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Currently yeah. in the St. Louis Blues, yeah.
2: But for the Aves, like, I can't believe you got uh, you got that goal at that point in the game, a McKinnon hat trick, you had a three-nothing lead, and you're looking at game six, like, oof, that's that's a kick in the gut yeah, right
0: Yeah, it, it, it's, it's bad, but you know, and and obviously I didn't want that to I still happen. F- but
2: I still favor Colorado Yeah, I, I, one I, of the I, next two. Yeah.
0: I do think it would be kind of sweet for Colorado to shake hands with the Blues in St. Louis. Get those extra tears for that weekend pot of Strava coffee.
1: I would enjoy that <laughs> as well. I All right, we're going to wrap up the show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you enjoy CHGO... Help us out, download that Points Bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. You'll get two risk-free bets, up to $2,000, but make a $50 or more first time deposit, ho ho ho, you're gonna get a free CHGO membership that unlocks all of our web content. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. And if you missed it, online sign up is available in Illinois. Get out your phone, download the Points Bet app right now, register from start to finish, all from your phone. When you do, you'll be signing up with the fastest sports book, easier than ever so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Monday is Memorial Day. We will have a show for you on Monday. It will be audio only, but it will be available. Memorial Day, you will have a brand new CHGO Blackhawks podcast, so do not fear. want to make sure everybody has a great weekend. Make sure you're following everything on Twitter, the show, is at chgo underscore blackhawks you can follow, follow greg at greg Boyson. mario is at mario underscore tirabasi i'm at jay zawoski make sure you're subscribed to the youtube channel make sure you hit that subscribe button on your preferred podcast app as well and turn on those notifications so you know when a fresh chgo podcast is happening and out with that we're gonna wrap things up have a great weekend we'll talk to you monday on the chgo blackhawks podcast